0: Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams and created a seven figure online coaching business in just two years. Now I'm sharing my proven strategies with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. Grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Welcome to the Taylor DeHaze podcast. I'm so glad you're here. It is so surreal, you guys, that I am turning 30, that I am 30, that this is happening. I'm recording this like a few days (laughs) where I still have a few precious moments in my 20s. But, you know, it's interesting. I'm having kind of like a, a mixed feeling about this, not really because I'm afraid to get old or like older, but just one of those, wow, man, like so much has really happened. And so... I want this episode to be a reflection for you, and it's not going to be all business related. It's really going to be a little more life-based. And if you are sitting there and you're struggling with, you know, what to do or what your purpose is or what you're meant to be doing, right? You're feeling out of alignment. I think you're going to resonate with a lot of what I'm saying. And I say that in different, in different ways, right? So out of alignment maybe you're feeling so great in your business but you're so out of alignment in your friendships and your relationships or your or the opposite right and i'm gonna try my hardest to keep this super concise but i i can't promise there won't be any tangents but you know i, I think about where i was 10 years ago right being 20 years old and i was a junior in college at the University of Missouri, M-I-Z, go Tigers. And I had every single piece of my body just knew that I was going to be a TV reporter, right? And obviously I was going to school for that and that's what I was focusing on so heavily. And there was nothing anyone could have said to me at that moment that would have changed my mind, right? If I would have known what I knew now, I don't think I would have believed it, right? I don't think I would have believed that. And everything happens for a reason. And and sometimes I think that, right? Sometimes I don't know. But I do think that doors close for others to open. And I will leave it at that. No matter how old you are, whether it's, I, I don't even care, right? You're younger, older than me, whatever. There's all these moments. There's There's certain things that happen in your life that I truly believe, no matter what doors open or close, What pattern is followed? What trajectory is followed or not followed? There are certain things that are fixed points in your life. And maybe you disagree. One of those fixed points for me was my move to Cleveland. You know, I'm not going to give you some long drawn out story of my 20s because that's kind of irrelevant, right? But a lot of what I have learned and what I have really, what's really helped me just develop extreme resiliency more so than I thought I already had was my stay in Cleveland. I look back in the last 10 years and I I hope that you can take some nuggets from this again, because, you know, I'm really giving you guys just a handful of really amazing lessons that I feel like I have learned throughout my twenties, throughout the most defining decade to help you prosper in life, in business, in your relationships, and ultimately live the most fulfilling life that you can live. And I find that now is the perfect time to share those just to give you a little background, right? You know, I'm sure at this point, if you're listening to this, you know, that I was in TV, you know, that I, I was laid off, you know, that I started my business and all of those things. Right. I remember Cleveland being such a fixed point. Okay. So even when I was younger, I would always, there were always signs pointing to Ohio. Okay. I don't even know how to really give you all of those signs, but, for whatever reason, that state was somehow on the like the top of my mind really early on, like as a teenager, whether it was athletic competitions, whether it was a street sign, whether it was I met a new friend at school from there. I mean, I don't know what it was, y'all, but like something there was always some weird connection to Ohio, and I don't really understand it, and I remember when I was getting ready to leave my station in East Texas. And I was looking at jobs. And then all of a sudden I had a Cleveland station right out, reach out to me. And then a Cincinnati station I was communicating with. And then all of a sudden I had two Cleveland sta- stations reaching out to me. One, well, actually neither of them I, did I apply to and something was calling me there. Right. It's just crazy thinking about that because, again, guys, like when you're in a TV setting, you don't get to really dictate where you go. And so anyway, a lot happened in Ohio. I've explained this multiple times, but either way, that was a fixed point for me. And I feel like so many of the things that I'm going to talk about on this episode are are truly not only the things that I've learned in the last decade, but just things that I've really learned and solidified in the last three years since I've really started my business. And, you know, I do want to say that I am somebody that really loves to control things, right? I, I want to make sure that, you know, I have structure and I don't really do well with spontaneity. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. You know, something that I've learned is that life is going to flip upside down over and over and over again. That doesn't mean you're going to hit rock bottom over and over again. But I find that when we have inconveniences, that is where we grow. Okay. There has not been, think about in your life right now, think about something that you are kicking ass at, something that you are really into. And I guarantee you that at the beginning of whatever that was, there was some inconvenience think about your health journey, whether it's weight loss, muscle building, whatever, it's inconvenient to drink a gallon of water a day when you've never done it. It's inconvenient to get up at four thirty AM because that's when you need to get to the gym. It's inconvenient to get your steps in when you're tired and would rather watch TV, right? Like, and that same analogy holds true for building a business or whatever it is. Right. And so Anyway, I just want to say that I've learned time and time again that inconveniences have really just proven to be so incredibly grateful, or I've been so grateful for them, right? At this point, y'all, I mean, I've racked up tons of failures, and they've always led to something bigger and better. And I want to dive in, right? So I'm going to go into these and I hope that there's some lessons that you guys can take away because yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys listening to this also, because like I said, it's more of a life kind of podcast versus a business one. So the first thing is you don't need to prove anyone wrong. You really don't need to prove anything to anyone. I sent a email out to my list about a week ago, and I talked about this need to prove my father wrong. And my dad and I get along great now, but growing up, it wasn't always the case. And I really felt like I was constantly needing to prove myself. Okay. So whether it was me making sure that I was getting straight A's, making sure that I was excelling in just everything all the time, making sure I got into the best college, everything felt like I was doing it to prove other people wrong. I realized that that was built in this pent-up anger, this anger that I had, right? This anger that I had for whatever it happened to be. And what I've learned is that when you're constantly trying to prove other people wrong, you're you end up doing things out of alignment and maybe not even for the right reason. I've had a lot of people in my life tell me that I would, you know, not be able to do something, whether it was I wasn't good enough, I wasn't smart enough, I was not talented enough. And maybe that comes as a surprise for you to hear me say that, but I've heard it time and time again. And for whatever reason, when I started my business, I never even listened to that. I didn't give a fuck. I honestly was like, no, I don't care because I'm doing this for me. And what I learned is that, you know, I stayed in TV in a job that really sucked my soul because I had to prove, even to myself, I had to prove that I got that degree for a reason, that I invested all of that money into my college edu- education for a reason, right? And ultimately, it was me holding on to this like resentment for that. And so, this is my push to you guys to let go. You always have a choice. This is something that I have truly grown to realize. You know, we think sometimes that we are so helpless, that we are victims to our circumstances, and it's very easy to become that. But I want to remind you that you do always have a choice. Every single day, you have a choice with what you wear, what time you wake up, what time you go to the gym, the intensity in which you train, how you show up for your significant other, right? How you handle tough conversations or how you don't handle them, how you manage your relationships, right? All of these things, we have a choice. And if you're sitting there thinking, I don't have a choice, I have to work in this job, No, you do have to make money to pay bills. Yes, but you do have the choice to go obtain the skill set that is required to do what you want to do. You're just not doing that. Money is always there to be made. If you can be creative, you can make income, right? If you can solve a problem, you can make money. People need you. And holding out because of your fear is selfish. The reason I got into TV was because I wanted to be a watchdog. I wanted to help others. I wanted to give a voice to the voiceless. I wanted to protect communities and really, you know, correct the wrongs, right? Like I did a lot of stories on sex trafficking and corrupted police departments and, you know, various things that go on and on and on. But what I what I learned at the end of the day is that even though that served a purpose, I'll give you an example for now because I do think that that was a calling for me. Now, what I love about what I do now is that I am constantly helping others, right? Even you listening to this podcast, this episode or another episode, you're getting nuggets out of these episodes that are helping you in your life or in your business, even if it is one little sentence that I said or nugget or phrase or whatever that you can take with you maybe you've invested, maybe you've thought about working with me, or maybe you're just ingesting my content because you feel connected to me in some form or fashion. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that you have found me and I'm able to impact you even just the slightest. And some of these things that I'm pointing out, guys, on this podcast are not lessons that I have learned from myself, but lessons I have learned from others, from relationships I've had, relationships that are no longer, right? So I find a lot of coaches are so scared to do what they want to do. They're so scared to start their business. And I'm here to tell you, if you are holding out, you are being selfish. And I know that's a weird way to think of that, right? But if you are holding out from getting in your DMS more, you're holding out from showing up on your stories, you're holding out from asking for that sale guys, you are being selfish. Your skill set is needed. Your passion is needed. People need you. They need what you can provide. And if there's any part of you, which there is because you're listening to this podcast right now, that wants to be a coach, that wants to change lives, that wants to build an empire, or whatever that means to you, then you need to act on it. Communication is your best skill. Communication is what is constantly going to be on your side in your personal relationships, right? Think about, think about all the times you have held out because you didn't know how to articulate something the way you wanted to, because maybe you're a little more passive and you didn't want to start a fight. Or maybe you didn't want to confront your friend that was upset because you didn't want to ruffle feathers. Maybe you had a client that was not getting great results and they decided they wanted to quit and you didn't know how to handle that. So you were very nice and let them out, right? Or whatever, right? You can, I can give you a million different examples. Your marketing, the way you speak, the way you connect, right? Communication is your skill, The one skill that's going to directly correlate with how great you are at selling, how great you are at coaching, how good you are at fostering your relationships, whether they're romantic or personal. And what I find is that those who are excellent communicators are always more successful. So if you are somebody that struggles at communication, at communicating, at being a voice and a advocate for yourself, now is the time to step up. All right. This one is a shout out to me, but a little spontaneity, spontaneity. I can't speak. It's clearly late at night. A little spontaneity can make things really fun. guys, I never record podcasts like late at night and I am today. And so I feel like my brain is on a different wavelength. So we're going with it today, but a little spontaneity can make things really fun. So I can't even tell you how many just... (laughs) Ridiculous adventures I have had in the last few years, honestly. The people that I have met, the people that I have dated, like just crazy, crazy times. And it has honestly been because I have said yes more than I have said no. And I am somebody that, you know, I'm, I'm constantly living by my schedule. I like to go to bed at a certain time. And I'm very, I'm very rigid with my schedule, right? There's not a lot of flexibility there. Now don't get me wrong. If I, of course, if I know ahead of time, I can change things up. But as somebody who is a Virgo and type A and super, you know, like particular, I will say a little spontaneity, it can make things really, really fun. And so let this be your push to go out and do something that you normally wouldn't do within reason. I'm not telling anyone to do anything crazy. Okay. But like I think you know what I'm saying. Just go on a date for fun. Go to a restaurant by yourself. I go to concerts by myself all the time. And let me tell you, it turns out very well in my favor. So if you have not taken yourself on a date, taken yourself on an adventure, I encourage you to do that because you never know who you will meet, who you'll end up with, what will be happening. And I will say it has been a game changer for me and something that I would never have done a few years ago. Your past does not define you. This is one that I, I I definitely work with a lot of my coaches on this, my newer coaches. I find that we struggle sometimes to move forward because we're so stuck in what the past is, right? Like, We didn't come from money. So we don't know how to have a relationship with money. We didn't have healthy relationships growing up. So we immediately just tell, you know, tell ourselves that we are emotionally unavailable and are not vulnerable. We created a six figure business and it blew up so we can never do it again. Whatever it happens to be, whatever story you are telling yourself, let your past stay in the past, but you are your future, right? You are what's coming. I am somebody that definitely hangs on to the past, maybe not in a sense where I think the past defines me, but we create a story about ourselves, right? A narrative from where we're from, who we associate with, the music we listen to, what we do in our free time, right? All of these things, right? And that kind of becomes our identity. Sometimes... That identity needs to change it needs to morph it needs to grow it needs to develop and so this is my push to you to where if you are holding back from something because you are so hung up on what happened in the past i'm challenging you to step forward because it doesn't hold on to you and the longer you give the past power the less likely you are to move forward wanting to be rich is okay If you have never said out loud, I want to be wealthy, I encourage you to do that right now because wealth in the hands of those who have power and good intention and a skill set that will create massive impact, that is how the world changes. I am somebody that grew up with not a lot of money, right? My dad was always couponing. We always took, you know, snacks, the movie theater and things like that. And you know, when I first started making money, I didn't know what to do with it. So I didn't spend it. I never wanted to touch it. I was like terrified to spend money because I I didn't think I would get it again, which is also a problem. Right. And I just want you to know that the word rich, the word wealthy, they have a negative connotation sometimes in our heads. Now, if you grew up in more of a affluent household, then you might have a different story than me and that's totally okay. And honestly, I would love to hear what your opinion is on this matter. Right. But as somebody who grew up in the lower middle class, you know, we weren't poor by any means, we didn't have extra money to spend. You know, my dad would always kind of like joke at people that were wealthy. Oh, they must have it so easy, you know, those kinds of things. And so I kind of grew up with that chip on my shoulder that like, oh, I don't like rich people. Okay, I guess like whatever. They had it so easy. And you know, that was again I was in middle school when I thought that. Okay, so no one no one hold me against that or hold me against hold that against me. But I will say Once I started making money and I realized that I was able to do more of what I wanted and create more impact for my clients and my team, then it felt really comfortable. And so my challenge to you is that you work on your money mindset, right? What fears do you have about being wealthy? Because that's going to come up, right? think about this. If you were all of a sudden to have a seven figure business dumped in your lap tomorrow, what are all of the fears that come up with that? The fear that you can't maintain it, the fear that you may have a different relationship with your partner, fear that your friends won't like you the same, a fear that people will judge you, like a fear that I don't know that you're going to spend it all and you can't manage it. Right. Like there are, there is money mindset, or I would, I would say money mindset rather is so 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 critical as you are trying to build a business even if you are you know at the zero dollar mark right but if you have a poor money mindset you're not going to be able to bring in wealth now i'm not going to tell you that if you manifest money it's going to come but i will say when you attract wealth when you are open to wealth when you are open to making money and you don't resent it or fear it then you are a lot more likely to have a mindset that's going to keep you in business longer, right? Allow time for curiosity. This is something that I really did not start until the last, mm, I don't know, year. So what I say, what I say, curiosity. I'm talking about giving yourself time for. Exploring topics that you want to explore. Okay. So, for example, let's say I want to learn more about scarcity selling tactics, right? What that looks like. Instead of thinking about, I don't know, I'm going to go invest in a course or something else, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go figure out how Amazon creates scarcity and uses that to sell, right? You know what I'm talking about whenever you're going to go buy something and they tell you that they have like six left and you're like, I know you don't have six left, Amazon. I may have way more than that, but because you said that I want to freaking buy that. Different sales processes or belief patterns. Like there, I'm constantly referring books out to my clients because I'm constantly ingesting them. I prefer audiobooks because I like to multitask and I like to listen on things on 1.5x speed. Truly, I don't really have time to sit down and read. I I wish that I did. And it's it's not even one of those things of like, oh well, I, I can make time. Like I truly. Really I feel like I ingest information better when I'm listening as well versus like reading. I find that I get distracted a little bit when I'm just sitting down with a book. While I do like that, it's easier for me to start my day with a book. And that's kind of what I do is at the beginning of every day, before I check my phone or my client message or anything, I start out with an audiobook and I like to listen to that and get my steps in and I found that that really does help me set the tone for my day. It gives me little nuggets that I like to take with me. Sometimes if I can't fall asleep right away because I don't know, my mind is racing or anything, which fortunately is a lot more under control now than it was when I started my business. But there's of course days where I work a little bit later and I'm really wound up from a project and it's hard for me to kind of wind down. I will put an audiobook on and just set the timer to where it turns off, you know, after a certain time. But I want to make sure that if you are looking at your schedule as a whole, and if you are struggling with efficiency and time, first thing I want to encourage you to do is to download an app called Toggle. T O G G L E. Once you've downloaded Toggle, that's a desktop app or a phone app. Basically, you turn it on, and you know you, cl- you clock in, clock out. Okay, when you're done for the day, I would encourage you to write an end of day summary. And if you're constantly noticing that your efficiency is crap, what I mean by that is let's say it's a content day and you worked for five hours, but you only wrote five captions, then we have a time efficiency problem. Okay. And time is money, right? And I don't care if you're working a full-time job or you're not, there are times where we all go through efficiency ebbs and flows. And so Whenever you can see your efficiency levels dropping, you can learn to condense them and increase your productivity. And then you can allot time for curiosity, which I really love and I enjoy. So give yourself time to explore, to go in rabbit holes, to find new things to read, listen to, absorb. And that's also how you're going to help coach your clients better too, and build your business. This one is a little more personal, but answer when somebody calls you. I've been so guilty and I still fall into this trap of having my phone on do not disturb all the time. And, you know, my parents will call and I'll, I'll be like, oh, I don't have time to talk right now. And I'll, you know, I'll call them later. I'll forget or whatever. You know, I would encourage you to answer the phone when somebody calls, even if you're not a phone person, because if there is one thing that I have learned in the last few years, it is that time is certainly not guaranteed. And I know people say that. I know people say that. And this kind of brings me into my next point of telling somebody that you love them. Something that I will say is if you're listening to this, you might know that my boyfriend passed away. Well, right after I started my business. So at the very end of 2019 and we share birthdays and I always really think about him on that day heavily. I will never forget like the last day and the night before specifically the night before we had a phone conversation and you know we talked on the phone all the time and i knew he was not having a good week i knew that he was having a very high stress week i knew he wasn't feeling at his best but we had we had some concerts we were going to go to that weekend and it was going to be a good time and uh, i just was trying to give him some space that he Felt like he that I thought he needed and that he was kind of saying he needed not for me, but just in general. He needed some some time. Right. And nothing out of the ordinary. Right. But, you know, you know, I I don't know if you can relate. But for me, there's times where work is a little bit crazy. And I just kind of want to recluse. I kind of want to just hermit a little bit. And so we had a phone conversation and it was a three hour phone conversation. And looking back on that conversation, I can definitely notice a few things that stood out to me. But overall, he was just thanking me for always being there, for constantly pushing him to be better, for having his back, all of these things, right? There was this urge that I had to just go over to his apartment and and check on him and make sure he was okay and just kind of be with him. And I was like, no, you know, it's fine. We're good. And I knew he had kind of skipped the gym a few days that week. And so I, I knew he was off the next day. He had the following day off. And so I – it was was going to be a Friday. And so I said, meet me at the gym in the morning. Let's have a workout. It'll be so fun. Then we're going to go see a show tonight. It'll be great. I remember it was like the – it was like the 20th anniversary of Taking Back Sunday. And we had that show that weekend. And so he he went to the gym, showed up, was being pretty normal. Nothing was really off, right? The only thing that was off was that when he said bye to me that morning, he did not – Give me a hug i thought that was a little weird but i didn't think anything of it and he said he would pick me up later that night and if any of you know right you know that that didn't happen he did not pick me up later i think that day was was planned which is why he had the day off there are a lot of parts of me for a very long time that felt responsible even though i know that i'm not that felt guilty right because you know Plenty of people asked me, you were the closest one to him, didn't you see signs? How did you not know, right? Which I drives me insane to be totally honest. And so with that being said, like the one thing that I wish I would have said to him that day was, I love you. And that didn't come out of my mouth that morning. And I don't know if that would have done anything. Probably not. Like I said, this person was very calculated and very methodical and very, very intelligent. And so I think that he had his mind quite made up that morning. And I think that he wanted to see me one more time. And the gym was obviously normal, right? I know that's a very, very specific example and a very extreme example, but there was something that happened after that to where I truly cherish every single moment, every single experience, every single relationship, and those that I hold really close to me and very near to me, I let them know frequently and often that I appreciate them, that I love them. And so this is your reminder to go tell somebody that you love them. Do not wait for the right time. Do not wait for the perfect time to call or pick up the phone, even if it is a few minutes, like answer the phone and just let somebody know that you're there for them today. Moving back into a little bit of business, right? I want you to find something in life that really pulls you instead of pushes you. So what I mean by that is when I was working in news, I felt very pushed to do everything, not pulled, not compelled. Whereas in my business now, I could work hours and hours and hours on end and never feel drained because I am so incredibly pulled and aligned with what I do. Think about that. If there is something that is pulling your attention away constantly from your nine to five, so to speak, or whatever, follow that intuition. If you are building your business and there's a path you want to go down that you feel so compelled, you feel so pulled towards, right? Go down that path. The next thing is that you are already ready. You're already ready. Okay. I don't know how many times I have to say this, but ready is a destination. It is not, or ready is not a destination. We oftentimes hold off on doing so many things. I will do this when this happens. I will break up with him when this happens. I will stop this habit when this happens. I'll stop eating junk food. If I actually start gaining weight, I will whatever. Right. And We create so many excuses for ourselves. And I really want this to be one final push, one final wake-up call to really propel you forward, to remind you that you are already there. I have never in my life felt ready to make big decisions or big changes, ever. Even something as simple as going into a diet, right? You're like, oh, dang, is my reverse diet over? Oh, dang, is my maintenance phase over? (laughs) Oh, man, I'm not ready for this. Launching a new offer, taking your business from six figures to seven figures, making that next big investment. You never feel ready, but that's the fun part about life. And that's something that I I hope is a common theme that you've learned throughout all of these messages is that time is not guaranteed and we are only getting older. We are only getting to a point where we have less and less time and it's time to stop wasting it, right? And the final thing that I can say is by the time, well, this is something that I've kind of realized I've always valued coaches, mentors, all of that. Right. And at this point in my life, I've had so many amazing mentors, whether they were unofficial or official, but I would not be the person I am today with the integrity that I have, the resilience that I have, the knowledge that I have, the coach that I am if it weren't for so many amazing and scary investments, opportunities that I refused to let pass me by. On my 30th, I wanted to reflect a little bit and give you guys a few nuggets that really resonate with me. And I think that you can take those with you. And I hope that some of them hit in different ways, but just know that as you are growing your business, your relationships, right? And just creating a a fulfilled life, right? You always have opportunities. You always have choices. You always can find a way to do the impossible. I promise you can. There are so many things that I've done in my life that I never thought would be possible. And maybe that sounds cheesy and cliche, but truly I mean it when I say it. So Again, I hope you guys found this helpful or insightful or inspiring or motivating, right? Maybe a combination of some of those. But as always, y'all, I am here to provide knowledge, wealth, wisdom. So whatever you guys need from me, my DMs are always open. And I will see y'all next time. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Taylor DeHaze podcast. Love the episode? Share it and tag me on Instagram. Have a question, my DMs are always open. Until next time, bye y'all.